This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Morty, I was going to come on and I was going to tell you all about being scared because the New York Post is reporting that there's these complete animals in neon leotards who are assaulting people on the trains. I saw and a picture of that. Yeah, and they're wearing like these shoots. I got to throw away my outfit. Full leotard. <laughs> they're going to go after you, Morty. You got to oh stop God. your secret What behavior. animal was it, Morty? <laughs> In full leotard, they're attacking people, but I'm trying to prep as we're about to come on and reading it over. And every second I read something, one of the two ladies says something else about a whole different topic. And so now I'm thinking I'm going to bring them on the subway and let these ladies in the leotards attack ladies you. Ladies as in me and Cheryl. Yeah, you and Cheryl. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying. Are, are they attacking ladies? Uh, men, ladies, oh, they're, they're indiscriminate. Okay. And they look like cats from Broadway. They're but green, in, Lauren. In, in green. green. Not the brown. And what are yeah. they doing? They're, they're attacking people. Like what? Like with, Stealing. With weapons? I don't know. It almost looks like Rob. modern dance Assaulting. Attack. Yeah, it's modern dance attack. But they're mugging people while they yeah, do it? I guess. Oh, I, don't, I don't know what mugging means. What is mugging? Stealing? Basically, yeah. Okay, so all I know is that they're robbing and assaulting. Oh, that's mugging. And if that's mugging, I don't know mugging. Mugging um, is like the 80s yeah, terms I for mugging. Ghosts. Yeah, oh, you know what I was thinking Patrick about? Patrick When you said <laughs> mugging, I was thinking about Bernie Getz. That's the, the, like, I go right to that. And then I start saying, we didn't start the fire in my head. And it was a whole to do, Cheryl. And so they have, have they caught these people? I mean, they're not exactly no, camouflaging themselves. I think they're good because I think they're like in the in the Batman. You know how like when you watch the Batman, how they wear these fancy costumes. So instead of all well, you know is leotard person, but you don't know who the leotard. Like Lauren's actually going to bring the police to the cat show on Broadway to go find them. And she'll get them. I see them. But um, yeah, my my whole world, my head, I'm like completely sick and congested. And when and Andrew's sick and congested, he keeps on going and just drinks well, more coffee. I've been, I've had a lot of coffee today, and I just, I, I already hear voices in my head on a normal basis. And then when everyone's like having, like when the, you put the ladies together, it becomes like girl talk. Cheryl, it's like it, they, they bring energy to the experience. <laughs> yeah. You guys and, know Genergy? Oh, there's Genergy everywhere. Like gal energy, With, girl yeah. energy. There you go. You no, can, you, I've heard of uh, uh, BDE. I don't know what BDE. Think about it. Oh, <laughs> snap. Wait, and, I, don't, I don't get it. And so anyway, um, I, I have a solution, Lauren. Look it up, Lauren. Yeah, okay. Lauren. Get I your phone. Look up phone on Pete me. Davidson and <laughs> <B-D-E>. <laughs> Do you, you like know, when Cheryl already knows which character she wants to go to there? You know, it's a BD is also what you say when somebody dies in Judaism. Baruch Diana met. So I actually was reading. Well, not reading. Which is completely think. different than the BD I was referring I, to before. I was reading, well, I was watching a <laughs> of TikTok. Course, of course it was. <laughs> I was watching a TikTok from a swinger, Morty. Yeah. And she was explaining how swingers wear different types of looks so other swingers will know who they are. Did you about this? You and on your TikTok. I can't even look at his phone. And the things that come up on his TikTok. They were looking at um, BBDs. 
which is, an, I don't know if you know what a BBD is. And Big, beautiful. I can't tell you. And so they Every, were- Everybody's stopping. They're driving their cars. And, they're stopping. And they, and they were saying that if you, if you want a BBD, uh, uh, you, you wear a um, ace of spades as your necklace. That's what, so in case you didn't know, I'm just telling you how to get the BBD. Some people need the BBD. So, <laughs> you know, so some people call it the BBC. It depends on how oh, you God. know me. <laughs> and so and that, you're not talking about the British uh, station. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not the news. Well, it's not the news in London. I wouldn't talk poorly with King Charles being in charge. <laughs> like... But anyway, Did you I see his meaty hands, by the way. I don't know if it's a no. fake or not. I don't know. Do you call them meaty? They're like stumpy. They're like little. They're fat. They're, <laughs> no, but they're like, fat and, and yeah. they're fat and little though. They're not like long and fat. Right, they're right. like little stumpy fingers. Yeah. It's almost well, like he's the he's the penguin from Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and speaking of the penguin in my head, and I'm taking this medicine right now, and I have a Dayquil. Oh, I, I took Dayquil, <laughs> and then I also have had like four shots of espresso. That's and, medicine. No, but if you put it all together, Lauren, I have a solution because there's a new law that they're trying to get through New York State, and it's, uh, if you want to look it up, A6065. I'm very excited about this law, and it might have solved my problem today. On the 3rd of October, it got a print number, and so that's moving along. It's moving along. So it's legalized the adult possession use of certain natural plant or fungus-based hallucinogens. Mushrooms. So you can get yourself some mushrooms, maybe they're nice. gonna approve. And so saute it with some onions, put in a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> On a prosciutto. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. Is there anything that's illegal in New York anymore? Well it's not approved yet, Cheryl. It's not approved, but I feel like it would help with my I feel Molly? like I, would, I heard that stuff's intense. Why, like I, if you take some of those mushrooms, like you're in like a different world. I feel like I see people in a different world all the time. Now I know. <laughs> well, Morty, they're on Andrew's TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> apparently really old because I was having a conversation with a certain mushroom eater that I know, and I made a comment about them having mushroom tea because when I was in college, mushroom tea would be the way people would have mushrooms. Like that's how you knew people that did it. They were civilized. And now there's like a micro dosing thing with mushroom chocolates or something like that, and they were telling me they were like, "You don't know anything," and I'm like, "I'm not Who saying." Do you talk to. Lauren, I have all these people that I know when I go get the BBC. <laughs> you get BBC? Oh, I was watching the show. I'm just trying to understand. You know, well, you know, I, I just I I looked at Hunter Biden's laptop and I got inspired, and I said to myself, oh, God. "There's BBC on Speaking Hunter Biden." <laughs> well, I said to myself, "This guy knows how to live." And he's, he, and well, it, it, there's going to be a vacuum, Morty, because Hunter's got problems now. It appears that the FBI, the federal agents, think they have enough to indict him. How does that stuff get leaked? Well, the, his attorney actually said that. His attorney said, you know, it's a felony to leak something from a grand jury. What his uh, attorney missed, though, is by saying that, he just acknowledged that Hunter Biden is subject to a yes. grand jury. Right. So I thought right. that was Nobody funny. said grand jury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, Oops. He added that part in right. there. But Hunter's got tax bill problems, and Hunter's got problems with getting his gun. And I got to tell you, I got a problem with conservative Wait, media. Hunter has a problem getting a gun? No, he got a gun. He oh. made a false statement. About substance. Yeah. abuse. He didn't say he was drunk when he got his gun. Yeah. And I got a problem with conservative media because conservative media is celebrating the end of Hunter Biden, which I get because they're anti-Biden because they have need a enemy, a boogeyman against Trump. But the guy is going to jail potentially for getting a gun. Yeah, and you'd think that they would have <laughs> 
for that. Yeah, I would think yeah. conservative media would be coming out to support Hunter. Right. Like drunks deserve guns yeah. too. Like <laughs> I, I, I stick, think stick with the tax for us. Well, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say, Morty. The conserv, but although the conservatives don't believe that white collar crime and um, other crime is the same, that's what we right. see a lot in that right. media. Like a big thing is that they're. Ant- I had a fight actually this morning on the radio. Um, he he goes to me. I'm not gonna. Um, I feel to bait him for a political conversation, which means I have to take it. So you go on conservative radio and, and then you have <clears throat> these debates. Well, I was talking about the New York state, what happened with the guns. I don't know if you know, with the guns, what happened is this federal judge in Syracuse, Sudeby, did I say his name right? Sudeby, Sudeby, Glenn. We'll call him Judge Glenn. Okay. Judge Glenn. Mr. G. Mr. G. Or JG, because judge. JG. JG. Judginess. So he issued a ruling striking down the New York state gun law. Six of the parts of it, he said, it's terrible. And I went on the radio to go talk about this this morning. I did two different radio shows on it. I did something last night on TV about it. And so we were talking about like the background checks he got rid of and the social media thing he got rid of and how he curtailed sensitive places. I don't want to go into it. It's boring. And the reason it's boring is because he said my TRO, temporary restraining order, not even a preliminary injunction, not even a permanent injunction on the merits, but my... Initial without rebuttal temporary restraining order, which I'm implementing on a 53-page ruling, so you don't think he has a vested interest in a 53-page ruling on a TRO. More, do you ever get a 53-page ruling on a TRO? No, I usually get like one One paragraph, right? If that, on a TRO. I haven't gotten 56 pages in a summary judgment motion. 53 on a a TRO, Cheryl. But then he writes, I'm staying my TRO for three days to give the New York State the opportunity to appeal it because I know they're going to appeal it anyway. And Tish, that, Tish James just came out and she said, I'm appealing it. So Yeah, but isn't that TRO because you need like immediate? It seems that way. Yeah. So <laughs> I've never it's seen an emergency like that before. application. Emergency application. The whole thing's cockamamie. So anyway, and I tried to explain that it's cockamamie. To Morty's point, like you need to show immediate irreparable damage. Like that's one of the right. standards. And, and this guy's saying now it's not immediate because I'm giving them three days. It makes no <laughs> sense. So, so he tries to loop me in on this conservative show, Morty, and he goes, I don't know how guns turned into, but again, we when you're on a conservative show, there's just, you say guns, the next thing they know is they're letting these people out on bail reform. You shouldn't allow bail. You know, like they have their talking points. They just start praying and they'll be happy. <laughs> So he goes to me and he starts going about how Governor Hochul did, and I don't know how in the same breath he did it, but he he went into bail reform. And I said to him, listen, guy, I'm like, it was was a robust conversation. I'm like, I'm not telling you that we don't have a recidivism issue in our state. And I'm not telling you that I agree with Governor Hochul's bail reform bill, except for the fact that it was meant because people of means, back to the white collar versus normal crime, can pay for bail with people without means can't pay for bail. So your ability to get out isn't based on the crime you're doing, but based on the wealth you have. That's the point of the whole bail reform thing, that it should be based on your crime, not based on your wealth. But then I said to him, and he I, he didn't like this. I said, I read the Law Journal every day. And last week, New York State came out with a report that said, with respect to bail reform, when they let people out on this new bail reform in New York City, there wasn't any in New York City, there wasn't any statistical change in recidivism based on the people from bail reform. Not to say we don't have a recidivism problem in the whole system, meaning people that go to jail, they go back to jail. Yeah, I saw that too. You saw that too, right? But I want to know who's conducting the study and get where the data is coming from. I'm, I'm a little doubtful. Well, it wasn't a study. It was just they gave the data. Like yeah. They just put the data out. But I get why you're doubtful. 
but he starts going, well, I know someone else that disagrees. And I'm like, that's the difference between anecdotal data and quantitative oh, data. Words, big words. Well, that's the difference between, yeah, we all have opinions and beliefs and thoughts, but at the end of the day, Lauren, like the data's the data's the data's the data, the well, like it's numbers. There's the fundamental issue. One side believes in data and the other side believes in feeling. No, but like I'm, I'm not telling you that we don't need to change things like sh to Cheryl's point, I think. I don't, I'm not telling you that we don't have to change things with respect to the discovery that we're giving to defense attorneys right now for the ability for them to ask for a um, dismissal for because there's new rules about discovery. They got to give the whole thing to – and maybe that's overbroad and maybe that's an issue of recidivism and I'm not saying it's not. But when it comes to the actual bail issue – in New York City, right now, it has not been shown to increase recidivism. I'm not telling you that, Cheryl, to her point, I'm not telling you that next year the data won't show something else. But if I was a person that's arguing this thing, I think the time to come out and be angry about something wouldn't be the week after the report came out that said your anger is wrong. Like, it's just a bad topic of conversation. Like, <laughs> so time I, well, I said back to him, I said, <laughs> and he starts arguing with me about other types of recidivism. And I'm like, I'm not talking about your data set. Let's just speak, speak about this one thing in New York City, and I'm not telling you that I think that this was a good move. So, Lauren, just so you understand, what happened was New York State said we're going to have bail reform, and we're going to let most people out without bail because it's actually adverse to certain minorities. I don't know where they get to the minorities, but it's really socioeconomical situations where some people can afford bail and some people can't afford bail. I'm not suggesting to you that we should let everyone out. Maybe we should have more people staying in jail. I'm fine with that one. But we shouldn't do it based on the amount of means you have as the ability to get out. That's the only yeah. point of the conversation. Like rich people that shoot people scare me just as much as poor people that shoot people. I don't like people that shoot people. <laughs> I don't mind if you shoot animals. As We were just talking to this yeah, girl from if Utah. You're in a mountain and there's a bear and you're saving or your a life. mountain lion if a mountain, mountain lion's lion, coming sure. i want a gun florida alligator if the cat lady like on the subway is attacking cat you cat lady yes no no you, cheryl if she attacks you just sing from cats you just start singing and then they come behind you and we do like a whole like dance like it's a routine once you start getting into it do you remember that story from a while ago where this kid like jumped into a gorilla habitat in a zoo and then someone came and shot the gorilla because the gorilla was about to basically kill the kid. And then people went crazy. Like, how could you kill the gorilla? <laughs> you remember that? I, I don't. Look, but I'm going to tell you why I don't ago. remember it. Because yeah. all I'm thinking about is if I took that hallucinogenic and I was on the subway and these people came out, I was just envisioning like I was watching America's Got Talent with everyone, Cheryl leading in front. She's that lady dancer. And then all these people in the leotards behind like doing a, the whole a routine mob, for a me. It's a dance mob yeah. thing where people what's just that start show? dancing oh, yeah, the in the text middle. Mob, yeah. yeah, yeah, What's that show that you used to make me watch, Lauren? Oh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That's exactly what I was, was envisioning. The most brilliant show ever. Ha! She just like would randomly see people singing and dancing and she couldn't stop seeing people singing and dancing. And so I'm just envisioning that we're on the subway and all of a sudden, because I think if you have enough hallucinogenics, it always becomes real. And then this mob starts dancing with you. It would just be the cool. So anyway, <laughs> here's what I really want to talk about today. And we could talk about a few different things, but I think there's one topic that the Liebcast has to touch. And you got to know about it. And it's not about Trump and his emergency application to the Supreme Court or that we had an amazing, 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 amazing. Amazing. Well. What is amazing? 
the Trumpster's just awesome. Like we have the Eleventh Circuit granting the the DOJ expedited hearings of everything. We have the Supreme Court going there, and today or yesterday, the Trumpster um, got noticed by DOJ that we know that you have other. Um, classified you documents? saw that no <laughs> yeah so and we'd like the rest of them please <laughs> but but he declassified well, think, them mentally i don't yeah, but know it's probably the emails from hillary <laughs> it's definitely the, the email. deleted emails so what he's about, got the, what about that he's got the deleted emails so they're all corrupt i i didn't i i feel bad because in the real housewives <laughs> of the supreme court last week we didn't talk about the best housewife and i'm disappointed because i talked about we're going to have Jenny, Ginny, Ginny. We're going to have Ginny come and she was going to remember. Ginny Lauren? Thomas. Yeah, she was going to come and she was going to paddle. She was going to come to the Supreme. We had a whole thing about it. I don't know if you heard it, Cheryl, because you were out last week. I was on. Oh, you were on. You were on. Yeah, Cheryl was on. Apparently, was, Morty was, was out. Morty was out. Apparently, she doesn't talk to her husband. So Yeah, so you remember. That's Morty credible. was out. I could mm. confuse you guys. So. <laughs> Because um, we're exactly like <laughs> yeah, identical. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm doing those mushrooms. I feel like because I'm gonna call her the husband. Sa- guest. Sounds like <laughs> I feel that way. So anyway, but so I'm gonna talk to Cheryl now, Morty, because Cheryl right. was on. You weren't on. You whatever. All right. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe he has something to say about. No, but there was gonna no. be a thing about Kagan, and there was. Remember, we had this whole thing. I'll but, take a nap. It's okay. No, no. But we the best judge was Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson. And the fact that we skipped over Katanji on her first week on the bench, like I'm so excited about Katanji, I can't even begin to tell you. And she did exactly what I've been telling everyone to do. And what people do is they argue their position way too much and they lock down in their position. So about, I want to say, when when did, um, <coughs> when did we see that uh, abortion was overturned, Morty? When was that? Was it? June or, Ju- June or July? June, 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 or July. June, June yeah. And when that happened, that we were all talking about Roe v. Wade and then Casey v. Planned Parenthood. And you and I spent a lot of time talking about Casey with precedent and right. what's going to happen. And from that, I ended up teaching some CLEs. And I taught a CLE for the NASA bar, continuing legal education. And I was doing it with like this scholarly lady who's like a professor at uh, Hofstra. And it was me. And so I had to like stand out. So because I have issues. And when, <laughs> we all know that, Andrew. And so I was there, and they, there was like some judges in the audience. It was live. They serve lunch at the Nassau Bar, so you go live and get your free food. So People love their free food. I love food. So anyway, free food. I said to them that the real problem in a 6-3 conservative court of originalism is that you're never going to win as a progressive. You're never going to win – Ever. You just can't win if you have a liberal constructionist. Just to break it down, there's a lot of other ways you can talk about reading the Constitution, but in some and substance, originalism, which really is the conservative way of looking at this, is looking at what happened at the time, the history and tradition of when these words were written. Is that a correct way of saying it, Morty? Yeah. That's the way Scalia would say it. And he's the head of originalism. He's the guy that started this. Well, he's dead, but he's the guy that started it. Now, on a progressive thing, maybe we would talk about the notorious Ruth Bader Ginsburg. What she would say is that it's a living document, and you have to interpret it with the times of where you are today. Is that correct, Morning? Yeah. Uh, Simplistic. Yeah. Yeah. And then Scalia would respond that that's making law, and that's not the role of the judiciary. And then they'd fight a little, and then they would be real housewives, and it would be a great show. And they'd go to the opera together. They would. Because after all... They were like best friends. Well, the problem is that they didn't know that you could go and see leotard cats on the subway. (laughs) Otherwise, they would have done that. But anyway, so Katanji, Katanji took my advice. I just want you to know that. Because I said, 
and I take full credit. I know she listens to all my CLEs in the Leapcast. <laughs> I said that the only way to win in the Supreme Court moving forward is to have better historians on your side. So don't argue why it makes more sense today if you're a progressive. What you need to do is you need to say, no, 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 your historians are inaccurate. They're not good enough to know what happened in history. That's Here's, brilliant. And so, I, yeah, that was my argument. So um, they now coined it for Katanji. Here's her progressive originalism. That's a new term. Progressive. I'm so excited. Like I told you all last week, I was going to be a dork with my popcorn. This was the best thing that happened last week. Like I'm, I, I was feeling sick. He just sick. felt so validated that he taught a seal. Forget validated, Lauren. Ago, and now it's been coined a term. No, no. Katanji Brown Jackson just said, oh, snap to justice. <laughs> Oh, Chief snap. Justice John Roberts. That's what she said. She goes, oh, snap, girl. And so John Roberts is, I hope you all know, um, always talking about with the framers and the framers right. and the framers. And she tells him, she's a thousand. I want to read you what she says. And so this was I my, spoke to the framers. I wasn't feeling well until this part of the show. I feel invigorated again. <laughs> I, I'm like, ready, ready. I, I'm like He's alive about to lose his voice. But no, going. it's back. It's back. Okay. I'm right. <laughs> I understand that we look at the history and tradition of the Constitution at what the framers and the founders thought about. And when I drill down to that level of analysis, it becomes it became clear to me that the framers themselves adopted the Equal Protection Clause, the 14th, the 15th Amendment, in a race-conscious way. That we were, in fact, trying to ensure that people who had been discriminated against, the freedmen, during the Reconstruction period, were actually brought equal to everyone else in society. That report says that the entire point of the amendment was to secure rights of the freed former slaves. The legislature who introduced that amendment said that unless the Constitution should restrain them, those states will all, I fear, keep up this discrimination and crush to death the hatred of freed men. That's not a race-neutral, race-blind idea in terms of the remedy. She goes on and on and on. But she, what she did, and I just think this is just, like she said, oh, snap. What she did is, is she, she, told, she told Roberts. She said, Roberts, you're right. We have to look at the history and tradition of the 14th Amendment. But I'm going to find out what they wrote when they did the 14th Amendment. That's what she said. And she's saying with that background, she went to the Alabama Solicitor General. And she said, I'm trying to understand your position on section two, which by its plain text is doing that same thing. It's saying you need to identify people in this community who have less opportunity and less ability to participate in short, there's remedied. What's the point? The whole point is that like everyone's so stuck on their position and why they're right. And everyone's so point, we, we double down on our losing argument. We talk into the wind and the wind hits us back. What we have to do, I think, I think this is great, besides Lauren, who needs to obviously stay at a Hilton hotel, because they've now decided that every room's going to have a Peloton. They're Ooh, getting the yes. Pelotons everywhere. Really? Lauren, yes. go. Goodbye. Wow. And at the Hiltons, they're getting Pelotons in all the well, places. Well, because they're losing all their members, and they have to figure out a way for people to touch and feel that. That's Peloton, not Hilton. And okay. Pe Hilton has Paris. We don't need anything else. And so, everyone knows about it. Who cares about Nikki? And so, <laughs> she's like the lame sister. Paris. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Brown Jackson, Katanji Brown Jackson, Justice Katanji Brown Jackson should teach us all a lesson. Instead of arguing why someone's wrong, tell them why they're right to agree with your position. Yes.
Isn't that a better yeah, way to yeah. do things? Let's stop telling. No, you are right. It is history and tradition. Let's tell you about the history and tradition. I just love this gal. She said, boom, snap, Morty. Did you see that? Did she really say that? <laughs> no, the boom, did. snap. She really said boom, snap. Well, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> is that the voices in your head? No, I was saying the hallucinogens. <laughs> to find yeah. this no, but like, don't you think that's great? She turned to Roberts and she said it. Andrew, she, you're losing ye- your voice. Losing it. It's gone. No, no, no. I, I, think, I think as lawyers... <laughs> We need to do that. Like, there's a lot of people that go um, to court, and then the judge says what they think is important, and then a lawyer will say, "No, no, 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 that's not. It's it's this what it's important. What you need to do is you need to focus on what the judge is saying is important, even if you don't think it's important, and tell him why why you are right." I think when Lauren's breaking out all her energy at the bus stop yeah. with other ladies, <laughs> that's what she needs to do too. Girl I energy, energy. I don't think I don't think that when you're doing that. And I think the girl energy knows how to do this. There's a whole rules in girl world, like how you have to like preach on and be a positive reinforcement yes. to all your sister girls. Yes. Definitely. 100%. Uh, the girls know how to do this. I'm so scared at the bus stop. Well, you all gang up because even if you think she's 100% wrong, you'll find part that she's right with to support her, to show her that you got support. Yes. neighbors on the bus stop. We support each other. We do. That's what I'm trying to say. And so Katanji brought the energy to the Supreme yeah. Court. And she said, this is how we actually do. We don't fight. Guys. Like to battle and battle and battle and battle, and we have to use that's what Katanji Brown Jackson did. She just said, I'm telling you, Morty, this girl knows what she's doing. It's not just lawyers, it's when you're talking to other people, you have to say, You're right, and I want to tell you why you're right. And while you tell them why you're right, you tell them why they're wrong. They don't yes. even know that you're saying it. Yes. That's how you do it. That's a great strategy. And then when you're done, they're like, Yes, I thought of that. And now that I've lost my voice, this has been the Leapcast. We'll see you soon. Find us on social media at Listen to Leap or visit listentoleap.com.